Broncos. That's the winning combination. Dave Manley from MMA Bobblehead stepping in. Of course, you've uh, you've met Julian Marquez before, right? How are you, Julian? Have you met before? I don't think we have. Yeah. Uh, and this is Davrick Lyles. Uh, Dave is the founder of MMA Bobblehead. He makes all these incredible bobbleheads. Also, I brought you some. Oh, sweet. These are physical NFTs. Yes, and it's funny you say that because I keep telling him, dude, we got to get you in the MMA. I mean, in the in the NFT space. My my girlfriend, they're making her an NFT now, and they're they're projecting nine hundred thousand. That's a new one. This yeah. Is the new one. This is the new one, Destin Boy. And uh, Dave, say hi on What's Zoom. We have Jeff Molina. Jeff uh, Molina. Yes. What's up, Dave? How oh, you doing, sick. Look at this. Let's do that. There he is and, right uh, there. Uh, wow. What's going on, Dave? How you doing? Get a shot of this, Trav. Oh, yeah. We'll get you some. That's the next person. You're Hot off the press, Dustin Poirier bobblehead. Thank you, sir. Let's oh, you're welcome. Just... welcome. I brought an extra one. I know you you're... see how you're well represented. You know, yeah. you see every week I tag you to death, right? It. Okay, no, I okay. Love I, I love do it, it not to be annoying. You, you Here, want... uh, Dave, um, get close to Davrick. No, don't yeah, no don't be afraid of him. Dude, I, I put cologne on for you. <laughs> <laughs> but then he walked in. I started sweating. Like, it. You do jujitsu, I will top you out. Right? <laughs> so I have a question for Julian because we touched on it a little earlier and, and I wanted to go back to it. But before we do that, oh, that's cool. Thanks, man. Look at that one. I love the, the now that you do separate it like that. Yeah, I, I had to. You've been doing that for the last few. I came from Jorge Masvidal because they were all one piece at one time. Yeah. And they were breaking all the time. Shipping. And I just thought that was the only way I can do it. Yeah. I came out here a couple years ago to meet Very Jorge cool. Masvidal before the Ben Askren fight. Jorge and I had a meeting yeah. that Tuesday before he fought him. And we're going to do the pose in which he's kind of leaning against the leaning forward where, where his butt's against the fence. You know that famous picture of him before hands behind the back yeah hands behind the back that's what we we're gonna do and um it was fight week for him and last second he pulled out of the meeting no no big deal yeah um i go to the fight but we already were we already agreed on the bobblehead he was excited about it i go to the fight ben askren happens five seconds and i'm driving home and i'm thinking how in the world can i make a bobblehead with him doing this flying knee yeah a and then B, how can I make it where it's not going to break when I'm shipping it to Japan and New Zealand and Michigan? And right. Because, I mean, you know, the, the fly knee, one leg up. Sure. So I just thought, 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 and I said, you know what? Two pieces. I'm going to make it two pieces. It sounds so simple now. Yeah. Right? It sounds so simple now. But, I mean, it was kind of like aha moment back then. So that's how uh, the two pieces came about. So like the early Bruce Buffer and Dan Henderson, those were yeah. all one piece. So that Bruce Buffer sold out right there. That's, uh, that, that's the first one to sell out. Um, yeah. I'm sure Julian can back me up on this. It won't, it'll just be a matter of time before Dave is making a Julian Marquez uh, bobblehead because you've got a belt strapped around your waist and a Jeff Molina yeah. 125-er uh, champ. I like that. Look, we need, you need a bobblehead, don't you, Jeff? I love them, man. Those are sick. That's yeah, sweet. Can you hear them? No. Oh, you can't. Oh, no, 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 no. oh, oh hold on. We're getting we're getting uh, Dave hooked up with some headphones because we Dave. He said they look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so I have a question. Yeah. Whoa, I got cut off here. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Thanks for uh, sticking with us, Jeff. Twenty minutes later. Yeah, yeah of course, brother. 
This is great. I'm so, I'm so happy to be part of your 24 hours. Dude, I love that you come this, this for this. I really John, do. I remember it means so much. Ago, John went down in flames <laughs> in like hour 18. It was a complete yeah. disaster. Dabrick, uh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, the first Thanks. year we did this, you got, you got um, I tapped I out here, in the 21st here. hour. Yeah. I didn't even make it the 24 hours. And Julian read me the fucking riot act. He was so mad at me. I like still, he, he still. left. He left. We had three hours to go. And then he he sends me. He goes to work at Top Golf. He sends me a message like five hours later. He's like, how to how to go? How to you know? Good job. And I was like, dude, I tapped out in the twenty first hour. He was legit pissed. So fucking mad. Yeah. Look, you have to understand this, and you're I think so close, man. Oh, dude, you're so we don't quit at the fucking five yard. <laughs> you're going to start a champion here. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck that. I'm yeah, going to quit when I'm dead. <laughs> we have 13 seconds in the uh, in the playoffs. 13 seconds to come back to win the game. The Kansas City Chiefs did it. You gave up I gave at halftime. I know. This is the worst part. So I, I had work at 9 a.m. Right. So I come in, I couldn't sleep. I come in at 12.30. I stay till 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Haven't slept at all. Been up since 6 o'clock the previous morning. And then I come in, we're talking, we're having electrifying conversations right. all over. And then one of the girls that came in that day, um, whenever she came in, I had to get off because we didn't have enough mics. So that's when I went home. So I sacrificed my sleep i sacrificed everything to be a part of him to help push him because he was falling asleep i'm telling you he was ridiculous. literally falling asleep on falling camera asleep on the mic. he's too comfortable he's too comfortable if Beautiful you girlfriend yeah if you tuned in in like hour 14 you knew he wasn't gonna make it. i mean yeah. you look like death right and so then, yeah and so then jeff so then last year I didn't want to like. I want everyone on like every. I, now I'm okay. Like I figured like you can't have the same people on every single year. Like even though last year was the second year or whatever. So I was trying to like mix it up. But then I was like, fuck, this lame. Like I just want everyone to be a part of it. So I asked um, Julian and I asked Dave Manley here to just roast me. Send me a video of roasting me. Uh, you know. So um, for the second annual uh, uh, Action Junkies 24 Hour. And Dave Manley here goes. He, his video is like. John, you can't call it the second annual 24 hours. You didn't even make it the first year 24 hours. Like, That's true, man. It's just been like a full 24 hours roasting you, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's what we need to do, the, the Action Junkies 24-hour roasting John Orlando podcast. Where I mean, everyone comes on and they just talk shit for 24 hours. I love it. I think yeah. I, I think might need to make that a 48-hour because so, you guys uh, will, will have endless material. So I have a question for these two MMA champion guys yes how and maybe julian you can go first and then he goes second how do you mentally prepare yourself the day before as a champion what's your mindset that day of i mean you know i know, I know a lot of people don't want to focus on distractions or get distracted but where do you go in your head to get ready for that fight that day miley cyrus miley cyrus yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm i'm completely different than everybody else like I, I we've spent months and months of looking at the same person thinking of the same stuff so like we're going through intense training, just just excruciating pain and just doubt and all ups and downs. The levels of um, the levels of like just focus that happens throughout that whole camp finally gets to that moment where you're relaxing. You know it's go time. So I've been mentally preparing myself through that right. whole entire camp. So the day before, I literally I know that I'll make a phone call to my family because we always talk the day before. We always do a little prayer. And I just hang out with the, the, the core people in my team. 
and uh, just like, chilling. Yeah, I just hang out with them, and we just talk shit. We do our own things, and we don't really focus on the fight because when the fight happens, there's a switch that I'm able to turn on. Um, it, it, moments before the fight, it doesn't matter. You can see I'm nervous, I'm shaking, I'm doing everything. But the moment I walk out and they, they play my music and I get to the cage, I I feel untouchable. I'm, right. I'm already there. But to me, I have to have the right people in my corner. Right. So like I have Je uh, I have um, James Krause, I have Tyler Minton and Vince Cousy. Those right. three people are iconic in my career. Um, to help motivate me and encourage me. Each one has played a major role. James being the absolute, you know, amazing, just detailed coach that I've ever had that helped catapult my entire career. He was there. And then you have Tyler Mitten, who has changed my entire nutrition, who's got me down to weight healthy, who's saved my life in more, many different ways um, on the food side. And then you have Vince Cousy that has been there for me in the tough times and been there as a friend he's just like a life coach yeah kinda. yeah he's been my best friend since i was young right. you know he's been there through hard times you know and like i've those are the three people that know fighting and they all been around fighters and those three people when i'm around them i'm fine you're good and they they mentally keep me there now if you switch somebody else out in the position you know like i don't know how that would be those are my three people and they just keep me calm and keep me having fun they know that i have to laugh i have to joke right. around I love when people trash talk me the day before my fights and we go back and forth because it's fun to me. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Right. These are the moments that I'm going to talk about later down in the road. When I look at my career, I'd be like, oh, the fights were fun, but it's really the the fight weeks that the you have the most fun. That's, that's what gets me. So when I walk in that octagon, I know that those guys are in my corner. I know my team's already there, and it's just right I'm, on. I'm in a zone. And, and what about my How man? about you, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of going off what Jules was saying, man. Fight week's so weird. Like, there's so many emotions that go into it. Like, you spent the last ten weeks thinking about another man, so you're you're ready to fight him, right? Like, at that point, like, you want to either fight him or fuck him. Like, ten weeks thinking about another guy. Like, you want you want to fucking like you know. So, uh, day before, like, you, you just made weight, and uh, I'm man. There's so many emotions that go into fight week. So there's times where like you want to be alone with your thoughts and you just want to you know get to a dark place and, and think violent things. And there's other times where you want to just be chopping it up with your teammates, your coaches, and just kind of chilling, watching fights or, or watching TV and just kicking it. Um, day before the fight, I like to do that. Just kind of chop it up with your teammates, your, your coaches, uh, you know, just your people. And, and you made way, you get to eat, you're rehydrating. And then the day of the fight is when, when you flip that switch, you know, day of the fight, I like this little routine I like to do. I like to watch tape on, on fighters that I'm trying to fight like, um, specifically for that fight. And yeah, uh, so that's my routine day before the fight is, man, I, I like to be just in the moment. Jules uh, mentioned, like, you, you remember the fight weeks more than you do the fights, man. Like, there's parts of the fights I don't remember until I watch it back, but I remember little things on fight week. Like, Julian was uh, cornered me for this last fight, and I just remember, like, little things like losing the car, after like fucking <laughs> picking up groceries on fight week, like little things like that are going to stay with me for the rest of my life. Moments <laughs> I share with my teammates and my coach, um, like going out to eat and just chopping it up and having a good time. So fight weeks are, are fun, man. They're, they're, they're cool to, to experience with your boys. That, that's the, that's the, that's the biggest thing, man. Like we fighting is probably the, like the last cool thing ever to a fighter. Like everyone's like, Oh, I love fighting. I love blah, blah, blah. But man, like, the memory he just even brought that back up when we lost the car 
we went to go grab food and I lost the car. I like literally had no fucking clue. It was a, it was a rental car. I had it. I had no clue. But like that memory, dude, the, the amount of laughs that we had at that moment erased everything during the, the his the journey, right? The I journey. Think, it's the journey. And that's what I think in life we always forget about it is the, uh, the journey to get to where you are. Like and you, you have that, Dave. I mean, your story with how you started with the bobbleheads and the rejection that you dealt with and you still deal with still. is crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. part of the process, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to walk through the fire if you know you want to have any sort of success at anything. Otherwise, you're just going to be part of the herd doing whatever. And if you're not pushing your chips in the middle and putting your balls right on the table and saying, Let, let's do this and you know, taking big shots and swings at life, then what are you doing? What are you doing here? Right. And uh, yeah, and I really admire Julian you all professional fighters I mean you are more than half naked in front of the whole world putting your body in your mind and really uh, you can get knocked out and embarrassed in front of your friends and family and millions of people and turn into a meme I mean that is uh, that that's got to be some um, uh, incredible pressure right yeah and uh, yeah to these guys I don't know how you guys do it I just have such ad uh, uh, admiration for you guys and the uh, the preparation process like I talked to some fighters and uh they don't want to look at film they don't want to see any they just do what their coaches say some guys i don't know what your process is but you know study film 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 tendencies and uh it's just amazing what you guys put your body through for those 15 minutes or or, or whatever but uh yeah john i mean it's yeah. it's pretty it's, nuts it's crazy to me it seems to be the i mean maybe uh maybe i see it differently but it's like the oh i feel like it's the only sport where the fans you're either great or you suck like they don't do that to basketball players. Maybe it's because they do so many games or baseball or you know so many football games. They right? do, it's like they do it to porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's they do suck though. <laughs> <laughs> For certain, they do. It's the same thing. We are no different than porn stars. Like we are literally adult film stars with clothes on. <clears throat> Because when you do great, this the is a world new analogy you. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. something that you've developed because of your the podcast? No, but it's just like you sit there. I, I, Tear out. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, so is it the first person that taps out? Is that the first person that taps out? It's close though. But like, no. If you look at it, like we're always looking for the finish. If we're exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's put the it, quote of the twenty four hours for sure. Put it to the, end, the background. Just yeah. Put it. Put it like if you sit there and look at it, like everything you're gonna say, you can apply it to an adult film star, and it literally it, 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 it's there. So walk us through it. So if you think about it like this, all right. All of a sudden, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of OnlyFans people out there, right? Yep. Bunch of OnlyFans people. A lot of people hate them. A lot of people love them. Same thing as fighters. There's a bunch of fighters out there. A lot of people love fighters. A lot of people hate fighters. All right? There's a fighter that doesn't really do shit that blows the fuck up, and everybody talks shit on them, and there's an OnlyFans girl that blows the fuck up and surpasses all these other ones. Yeah. It's the same exact deal. They get paid whenever they do work. I get paid whenever I do work. I am entitled to know. Like, I work for the UFC. They pay me. These girls work for themselves or they work for a platform and things like that. So how much of the marketability of you as a fighter, like, you know, Connor was very marketable. He's very flashy, very, hey, this guy, right? Versus there's there's been champions that have won but aren't, like, flamboyant or, you know you, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, sure. So how much of that goes into the factor of your marketability and your your OnlyFans base and, and your, your pay? Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's not even that. It's we People love fights. People love fighters. But people love entertainment more than anything. All right? So, okay, you can have the greatest fighter in the world. 
You can have the greatest fight of the world. Habib, let's go like Habib. In the hey, three wait, round. Let me cut you off. I feel like we should we should let Jeff go just because he's unless you're okay, Jeff. I don't want to I know you're in your car. Like I feel like you're it's tough. This is it's tough to uh if you, if, not be in the room. You chime in no, on I'm these. good, brother. Chime in on okay. these two if, yeah. you, if you think I'm right. You're right. As, as far as the, the entertainment aspect of the sport, that's the biggest part, man. Like, uh, you brought up Khabib, but I think he got his fame from just fighting Connor. But you bring up someone like Demetrius Johnson, he never got his flowers just because he wasn't entertaining. Like, his, his fighting style was entertaining. He was winning the fights. You know, no one touched, no one could touch him besides Cejudo and a very close to in the second fight. But, like, he was the reigning champ for so long, he was just never marketable. And, um, well, and it's, it's weird. I feel like with with Mighty Mouse, I feel like no one cared about that weight class until no. now. They didn't. They didn't. Which is weird, right? Totally like weird. it's sad that he didn't get to. Totally to, weird. To, it's crazy. So this is the thing. It's like I remember I talked to to Cejudo. We were in the PI cafeteria. This is during my injury, and he's coming up to fight um, the second time. He's going to fight uh, Demetrius Johnson, and I, I told him I was like, "Yeah, man, like you can save the division." Like, they want to remove this division, 125. They didn't want it anymore. I was like, you can save it. You can save it by being annoying. You can save it. You could be the hero of the division. And he took it in a certain way. He became as cringe and and did all the stuff he wanted to do. And So that was you, Julian? I just hyped him up. Thanks, dog. Thank you. I I may have gave him the the thought of, like, using the terms, I saved the division. But, like, the cringe and stuff, he's doing that. But look... Everyone was talking about him because they fucking hated his antics. They hated his personality. They hated his type. But it got people talking. Right. And that's all they kept doing is talking. And with more people talking caused more eyes. More eyes caused more want. And more want wants you to lose. They want him to lose. Now they want him to lose even more. He goes up, fights again. You're talking they about Demetrius? Want to, oh, no, uh, the Cejudo. Cejudo. But it's the same thing. It's like I was going to use... Like, we can use Kamar Usman. Kamar Usman had not been entertaining until he beat, um, until he started finishing people. Because, look, when he fought, look, we got to go back and go back to when he fought Emik Meal. All right? Emik Meal, he beat Emik and just held on to him, wrestled him. Throughout his whole career, he just wrestled everybody, held him down, didn't do anything. There wasn't a highlight reel finishes. There wasn't nothing. He just kept winning. And no one said anything. Everyone's like, oh, boo, this guy sucks. Talking about 80%, 70% power. He wasn't using all of his stuff. He kept saying that. And people were just like, dude, this guy's annoying. He's not good. But they're all listening to Connor doing this. Now, right now, Kamar Usman's finishing people, and everyone loves him. Everyone's like, man, this guy's they amazing. Want to see, they want to see a show. They yeah. want to see a show. <laughs> yeah. Not yep. like, kind of like wrestling. I mean, this isn't wrestling at all, but... You know they want people watch WWE because they want to see a show, right? You know we know the deal, right? Yeah. But these guys are really, really fighting, uh, and then but they want to see. Hey, I want to see a little bit of flair. Can you can you add some flair to your fight? It's right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm, right. I'm winning. So yeah, I totally so, get it. So with that being said, what do you guys think about going over the top? Because there's a fine line between all right, Kumaro's now finishing people. His personality is a little bit more out there. But then there's you know you go over that. And now we have uh, Colby Covington. Now, now look, we have look, Sean Strickland. Look at this. Like, look at this. I love him. I, I love Sean amazing. Strickland. You love Covington or Strickland? I think Strickland? both. I think yeah. it's both. Look, this is the thing. This is what you have to understand. Is that you have to create entertainment. You have to create conversations. You have to create talk. If no one talked about your bobbleheads, no one would buy that. That's right. right. But if you put a Dustin Poirier and put a fucking penis on his forehead, everyone's going to share that meme and share it up and, and be like, fuck this guy, blah, blah, But people are going to buy that <laughs> yeah. because it's marketing. I'm not saying to do that. No, Just I, try I, I understand. <laughs> what I'm saying is ass. what's happening with the sanctity of the sport? 
Like, uh, is it? And at what point is it too much? But at what point we fight people for a living? No one's going to respect us in any way. Sean Strickland talks left and right about everything, calls people this, calls people that. That's his gimmick. That's who he is. You ever talk to him and like a normal person face to face? He'll talk that he talks crap all the time, but he's not. He's he's a normal. He's a normal guy. He's a little kind of weird at some stuff, but <laughs> he's still he's still a, a normal person. You talk to Colby Covington, super down-to-earth guy. But the thing is, the reason why we're excited for tomorrow's fight is because of all the drama that he has created. That's if you true. were to put Colby Covington... You're right. Or not even Colby Covington. If you were to put... Leon Edwards against um, Leon Edwards Anyone. against well, yeah, Leon <laughs> yeah, Edwards right. against Usman. Usman will be the one to sell the show. You know, he would be right. able to sell it. And who cares? And when does about that happen? It? Well, there's no and way then, that right. Covington is in and uh, Masvidal is even a main event. But I it, mean, they'll be on the main card. Yeah, but, but if it wasn't for all the, but it's the drama. The thing is, but look, it got so many people talking. Yeah. And the thing is, you have to generate conversations. Do, do, do you remember when uh, George St. Pierre was getting booed when he's, when he's fighting yeah. Matt Hughes? And he says, oh, I, I lost because uh, he got me an armbar, but I wasn't at my best. And, uh, you know, he's doing that. And it was, boo, Canada, boo. And then he became this champion, and, and he's a phenomenal athlete, right? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. uh, but I remember those days. So. They only liked him after he retired. Well, really? They I, only, think about it. They didn't like really, George St. Pierre before, though? George St. Pierre was a talk. and then Canada. Canada, I mean, loved yeah. Canada sure. loved but him, I see but what like, you're saying. Yeah, yeah no one, I, I loved him. Look but, right yeah. now. Look right now. Think of it. He won all the stuff that he did. He was he was winning. He was beating. When he fought Johnny Hendricks, everyone's like, oh, he lost. That's he retired. True. He retired and left. And then everybody wanted to see him back. He comes back and fights Bisbing, knocks Bisbing out. Everyone's like, holy shit. That middleweight. He's there. And now, yeah, middleweight, which it was a was perfect there. fight for him. But then now you're looking at it. Now, Just want clout. now the number one thing they're <laughs> going to continue to keep going with, and they're going to continue to uh, build revenue, and they're going to continue to bring all these hypotheses and all these like people coming in and creating podcasts like this one right now, where we're talking about GSP versus Habib Nurmagomedov. Now we, we're talking about this. Now our listenings yeah. are, are going there. And then you start the question, who would win? Then you got hardcore GSP. people to the right saying this. You got hardcore people to the left saying that. You got hardcore people in the middle saying, well, it's not going to happen. But you now have generated yeah. conversation. Before we say goodbye to Jeff, I want, I want to know, hypothetically, if GSP did fight Khabib, who wins that fight, Jeff? Man, uh, Wait, GSP in his prime was a dangerous guy. Um, but so is Khabib, man. And I think it's kind of like um, the sport's so new that it evolves every year, dude, every month. Like the sport is so new. I think it's like 28 years old or something like that, that the mm -hmm. sport's been around. It's still a very new sport. Every month the sport changes. Uh, that being said, I think it's one of those cases where like Hoist Gracie was the man back in the day because no one knew what Jiu-Jitsu was. And uh, that's not the case exactly with GSP. I just think Khabib's a better version of GSP. Um, hang up on him, Travis. Area. I can't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I love GSP, man. I'm a huge GSP fan. I'm just kidding. And, uh, he's the reason I started throwing Superman punches when I was like 15, 16 I love when it. I first started training. But uh, I just think Khabib would, uh, would do Khabib things to him. Jeff. Um, I don't think GSP could stuff the takedown. Thank you for for coming on today and do me a favor uh, and hopefully I'd like a verbally binding agreement with you. When you come to Vegas again, you come in studio. Absolutely, brother. All right. Thank, Thank you, you man. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you. Thanks, fellas. Davrick, sadly, we have to say goodbye to you I'm as well. Out. Yes, we're back. swapping you out for someone way uh, hotter. Um, Haley hey, Argon Dizzo I'm a is big, coming in. I'm a big A cup. Don't you I, are. You I, are. Yeah. Okay.
<laughs> oh, she's probably better looking. Hey, it's good talking with you guys. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you, you for man. coming in, man. Hey, stay really vicious. Stay you. on point. Oh, I mean. oh okay. Right. Okay, good. Okay. All right. You've got who? Do, who's your next guest coming on? I think it. Uh, I have you have Puna someone at three thirty. And there and is there any way? He's at three thirty. Do you have anyone before that? No, because okay. dude, you had so many people. Booked I know up. it's crazy. I'm like double, triple booked here. You're yeah, like, hey, nuts. I gave I you one through four. So and I, just like, I know Poker Gypsy's here, but is David Colmeyer and, and the attorney here? And why is Carmona wearing a? Birthday? He's wearing a birthday hat or oh. a, a party hat. Oh, oh! Wow. It's Adam Lieberman's birthday today, everybody, oh, Mr. Adam Whoa. Lieberman. Oh, my baby. I love what it. What the heck? Oh, Karen Lieberman's oh in the house. Gosh. Everyone's wearing birthday stuff. We have a dog dressed up. Uh, in yeah, birthday today is stuff. number Happy forty. Did what we is do it? Last year on his birthday. Yeah, we did it last we year did. on your birthday, right? Or yeah. no, it was, it was close. Like yeah. Um, there we go. Are we singing live on the party hat? Oh God. Okay, party hat. Yeah. Okay. Party hat, okay. party hat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, you, got, I got, you got her? Thank you. Party hat. Old as fuck. All right. All right. There's a video what, moment. When's the last time you wore one of these? I do. Uh, I don't think I've ever. Uh, Julian's like last week. Hair day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, when I was a kid, I went to Chuck E. Cheese and we had this. Yeah. Oh, this is great. John, I haven't right. seen you since uh, the World Series of Poker. I just got to tell you in front yeah, of everyone yeah. here I, and listening, yeah. you're a great poker player, dude. Wow. Thank, I you feel are like I let really us down great. because you, no. you backed me. And then no. It, it, uh, and I can't wait to back you again next year. You I are a great. I glasses on. What is this? Oh, I say oh okay. Uh, he was the 330? Yeah. Carl, okay. Carl was the three. Oh, he was the three. Okay. Yeah. That's actually a blessing, to be honest. Okay. It's okay. I mean, not a, I shouldn't say it like that, but I mean, we're good. Happy birthday! Okay, he's gone. Okay, yeah, hot take. John, John is gonna have a bracelet within. I can do one year. I mean, honestly, if you can win your way in against fourteen hundred people, you can win the whole thing against eight thousand. I know that sounds crazy. No, but you can. It's just you got to get the cards. You got to get a lot of luck. I mean, there's so much luck. I watched you play for several hours. You take the chances. You take the calculated risks. You got the bad beat, the bad break, whatever you want right. to call it, but you put it in there when yeah. at the right time. Yeah, man. So many times that you went in so good. And, and unfortunately, Thank remember you. the time, uh, gosh, we were supposed to meet at the UFC fight. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was brutal. I was brutal. so close all day. I don't, we had a guy named Johan Gilbert on the podcast. He just won like breakout player of the year this year or for whatever, for 2021. Um, he came in, he won the uh, WSOP Europe oh. last year. This guy's legit. He's the chip leader right now, literally right now in the win classic. He's got 600 and something thousand chips after day one. Day two is Sunday. Uh, that's the one Randall Emmett and Phil Hummings are playing in today is their day one. Uh, this guy is legit. I played at my table at the main event. Or no, not the main event. Sorry. In the uh, COVID relief Tournament, my fir the first big one that I right. played at WSOP. Uh, and we were in a big hand together. And I was like, I don't remember what I had, maybe pocket tens or something. And uh, I was like, you have, you have ace king. Like, he made a big bet. I was like, you have nothing. You have ace high. You have nothing. So I called. And I ended up being right. He ended up hitting the ace or the king on the, on the river. river. Right. But he even told me on the pocket, he was like, I was very impressed with you. Like, you called it out. Like, you knew. You know, I was like, yeah. that's good. So are you playing right now? Not right now as we speak. No, are you playing I mean, these days? Not, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I played last week. You know, I played, you know, uh, yeah. I, I've, I, this, in the last month, it's been okay. 
uh, one, I won a tournament maybe a month ago, not crazy money or anything, you know, hundred dollar tournaments, whatever. Uh, yeah. you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. The, the main event, you know, is back at its normal time starts end of May. Uh, it's not main event, but world, the, series, world series yeah, starts end of May. Right. Right. July, right. So move to Bali's move, move there, which is going to be called the horseshoe. Oh, you know that's that? right. Yeah I, yeah. I did. I did know that. So, uh, yeah. So I'm excited to get back in there and it's fun, you know, but it's frustrating it's love hate, you know. No, no, no. Of course, of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course. But uh, your stamina and your yeah. skills is it's awesome. Thank All right, you, so man. John. Let's get back down to business. Who, Talk who, to who, who you got tomorrow? Let's go. Why, why do I still have the only one with the hat? I, I, I liked know. it, though. Yeah, it was cool. You're the mo- that shows you the type of guy you are. You wore the hat the longest on a guy that bet against you? Like, have, what the fuck? Fucking gotta be kidding me. He fucking walked out in the middle of it. Oh, I'm like, I thought we were singing happy birthday. Yeah, me too. I'm over we here looking up. I'm glad fucking, we didn't have to sing, though. To I'm trying honest. to find her Instagram, so I'm yeah. like over here like, God, I'll send you. I already found it. Okay, there you go. I made sure. Yeah, I made sure. Shoot the shot. Shoot the shot. Are you single, Julie? Be two, two for two on the twenty-four hour podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. oh are, are you single? Yeah. Wait, two for two. No. I'm trying to think of the. Huh? Are you single? Yeah, I'm, single. I'm trying to think who the second is. Well, that would be the second. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, But either way, so, so we got a single, good-looking, up-and-coming fighter. Yes. Who does a podcast? Yes. The beautiful. Yes. The Beauty and the Beast with Kendra Lust. What's that like, man? It's amazing. We're actually in the process. So we just got, man, we do so many cool things just happened. So we, we redid our whole entire setup. We redid our whole entire deal. Um, we're partnering up. I can't really talk about it. John knows, but I can't talk about it on here. Partnering up with a, a venue out here, and we're going to have live podcasts. We're going to end up having um, a cool little deal. We just are in conversations with a streaming party that wants to buy us, uh, buy out. Our podcast to have it on there um we have a lot of cool things but man it's so awesome working with kendra because i get to hear the coolest stories that most people never get to hear you know i get to sit there and just like like we had we had kieran lee a male porn star on our podcast and we sat there and discussed just his lifestyle and how he grew up and how it was his first porno that he did was, you know, because someone, when he was a kid, someone leaked a photo of him and his, like, dick. And then a family found it on the internet. And this rich dude was like, hey, I want you to hook up with my wife. Oh and my it started God. out like that. And he started doing that. And he went in there. And now he's end up becoming the, he, he has a million dollar insurance plan on his cock. Oh, my God. And he also had and this was crazy the craziest shit he did this this is insane he did uh i think he said i think it was three thousand scenes in 2020 in three thousand three thousand he has 46 uh, or forty eight thousand oh scenes am i doing the math well, my, That's uh, dude i don't know all i know day? john is that he that julian says he's got a million dollar policy on his cock yeah, and like right. a 65 year old lady just put, put her head right in here <laughs> like, <laughs> like the timing I just was love perfect that you you put her uh, the, the best thing out of that is that you you gave her 65 is incredible. Which that is like my uh, adopted mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Adam's mom. Oh, it's Adam's that's Karen mom. Karen Lieberman, okay. yep, who is one of my mom's best friends. I've known. At, uh, Karen, oh, that, that's great. Yeah, I've known Karen's um, little before he was even born. He yeah, says million dollar policy. You, you put sixty on his to it. cock. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, put her I, head right in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And so, like, and you're just hearing these stories, like. 
no one he he doesn't really openly tell any of that. There's no one that gets on the podcast. Most right. of the podcasts that people get on, right. they're always like, "Oh, how's it like doing that?" Right. Man, we had a great discussion. We him and I like I'm a very big advocate now of trying to help push the adult industry. I'm, I want to get people to know that not these people aren't bad. It's just everyone has ties that you're in the adult industry. There's pedophilia. There's yeah. all this stuff like. Pornhub has child pornography on it, and no, it doesn't. You know what has more child pornography on it? TikTok. Yeah. Instagram. These are the ones, but they get the bad rep, and they think it's all them. So it's like, you know, he was telling a story, which Karen Lee was telling this story, and it, it was it was fucked up, in, in all honesty. Uh, a family of a kid that was passing didn't have enough money to get X, Y, and Z. They wanted, a, a like, a wish that he wanted to go see a game or something, and Karen Lee used his money and paid um, for this kid to get help and then also paid for him to go to this, like, game. I think it was, like, a soccer game. You weren't going to set those cupcakes up. And then then the kids – and then all what happened is that the family took the money, they did all the stuff, and they basically were like, hey, like, could you please not tell anybody about this? Like, we don't want everyone to know that we took money from a porn star. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How are you going to take the money and not – you know, it's just like – Crazy things like that where you see that side of the industry, you know, and, you know, there's I have awesome conversations like we've had Abigail Mack and I talk to her regularly. I talk to her regularly. I think she's like one of the coolest people. We talk about uh, Hogwarts. We talk about Harry Potter. We go back and forth. We're talking about like TikTok collaborations, different like fun stuff. We talk about business. She's married too. Yeah, she's She's married and her husband's super dope um, and supportive. Do you think that you can date a gal that's in the industry? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it wouldn't bother you. It does not bother. Look, this is the problem. Like, it's insane, you know, And, and it's old school. It's old school thought. But to me, like, I don't give a shit because, look, if I'm single and I hook up with a girl, all right, and then I don't like, like, we just hook up. Well, how many other people are doing that same thing with her? And why am I getting, why would I get mad if she hooks up with somebody else when I'm going to hook up with somebody else? You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't bother me. And she's making money on it. Like, it doesn't, it, that won't, it, it's your profession. I get it. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, you're not going to, to me, you're not going to bother me by like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this. Now, if we were dating and, and it wasn't her profession, she wanted to go do this. You're like, hey, I just want to sleep with this other guy. I'd be like, oh, why? You know, that would be yeah. different. But if you're like, hey, uh, for my job, I got to go do this with this guy. I got to do this with a girl. That's but I also like think it's different if you go into that relationship and that's her job. That's what I was just going to say. say. To start with. What if, yeah, what if she wasn't doing that when you got with her and then said, hey, I'm going to start doing this as my career? I wouldn't care. I'd support it. Really? Yeah, because that, that's the thing is like at the end of the day, like. Mark has open-minded. Wow, very. Got, I, I just don't, but I don't care. Like, I think the problem in, in relationships, I think the problem in just people is they try to control others. They want you to do this, that, and the other. And, and I don't think that works anymore. Like, like, for instance, I can't tell you to lift your mic up. You know what I mean? You like where it's at. I can't tell you to lean back. Mm-hmm. And I can't get upset if you don't do that, if you tell me no. I can't tell you, hey, you need to stop making those bobbleheads. Right. You're going to tell me to fuck off, right? No. You know, like, and these are just different Never. things. You know, it's just, <laughs> like, it's cool. yes. if, she came Never. You, if she came to you and said, hey, I want to start doing porn, and you were, you were supportive, you would also say, yeah, it's funny, me too. Yeah, me right? too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. But yeah, it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't bother me. But like everyone, dude, we have, this is the problem is like, I don't know what happened, but like 
it's old culture, everything. Like you're supposed to the, the the housewife, the the husband that goes to work. You create this great family. You're not supposed to have any problems. This, that, and the other. It's like, dude, I think majority of the problems is curiosity that kills people. Mm-hmm. People are always curious about stuff. You know, people always want to try new things. People always want to go out in the new and do something different. Like, if a girl was like to me, if a girl was like, hey, like, I I I'm, I I want to I want to sleep with another man. Like to me, I'm like, you know, why? Why is it that you want to sleep with another man? Right. Okay. You know, is it different if you were dating versus your wife? I'm not married, and I've no, never no. been married, so I don't know. No, the if you. But what I'm saying is, when you are married, would you still be that? Well, you don't. You can't say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Saying. I can't. I can't really. Yeah. I can't. But even if I am ra- married, at the end of the day, like I, I do not, like I do not care enough to control someone and tell them that they can or can't do something we have a surprise guest who's a surprise guest she's gonna come in right now should i should i hammer down on you're good right there you'll know the surprise guest very well i would imagine will i what the fuck does that mean you know i don't mean like that bingo surprise guest britney palmer's in the house Super excited. Have you ever met Dave Manley? He owns MMA Bobblehead. I'm sure you've seen his bobbleheads everywhere. This is our co-host, Adam Lieberman. Nice to meet you. Uh, I am John. Nice to meet you. This is Julian Marquez. I'm sure you've... Met no UFC fighter no. middleweight Never no met. okay. That's the How could you not have, about, really about us? No, I think that we all like everyone thinks everyone. right, right, right. It's not the case. We, you don't know him personally, no, right? We haven't, we haven't hung out. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we uh. I, you've have you've ring carded my a couple of my events, but never formally met because I don't think I walk out like, and walk hey, over everybody. to him. Like, hey, hey how you doing? Yeah. Nice to meet you. I think that's the next stage. I guess I have to do that after my fight. Is walk over to the Some ring. Some fighters girls. do that. No yeah. way. Yeah. In the middle of the round. No, not in the middle, but like uh, after the fight. Oh, after when the they're fight. walking out, like Valentina d- did that the last time. She went and hugged us all. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was also because Habib said that like crucial stuff that was fucking pissed her off and then she's like what are you talking about and then went and hugged and supported the ring card girls you, you remember that was the the whole thing obviously yeah right negative stuff yeah he was basically saying something like, Ron, like the ship ronda used to say that type of shit. no he, oh. i don't think he said it like ring card girls shouldn't be there like there's no oh one. i remember that yeah right. yeah yeah that was a big and thing cause yeah that. And eagle Val- fc has no ring card girls yeah, and Valentina like stepped up and defended all of it, which it's such a weird thing to say. Like, I don't even say like, what, what, what difference does it make? Why open your mouth? What difference? Yeah, Who cares. Um, I don't know. You know, I think it's a cultural thing. Uh, I don't. Mm. I think that that's how he was raised. I don't think that you know, to the core. I, I listen. I know that we're relevant, and I know that the fans love us, and I know that we love being here. So I think that that comment was, like I said, it was a cultural opinion, and. Um, each their own. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. And he you've been doing this, this for quite some time. About 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know it. 15 oh my years. God. Yeah, I knew it was, She's wow. one of the OGs. How young are you? But that she doesn't OG. look like it because, like, how could you be an OG? Uh, yeah. 34. You started at 19? Yep. I was That's a WEC incredible. ring girl. No way. Yeah. How does that start? Um, I, I'm from here, Vegas originally, and uh, I was a professional dancer and I was with modeling agencies and they booked me and casted me for the WEC. And then when UFC, you know, brought WEC over and they just merged them because they were always the same company, just a sister. Um, they brought me over. I've been there ever since. When did you get into art? Um, I got into art when I was 21 years old. Uh, You're after- phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. 
Um, I was a professional dancer, as I mentioned, and when I was 21, I was in a car accident, and that you know left me bedridden for about three months. And in that time of recovery, I had to figure out another way to express my creative outlet. You know, so from dancing to painting, and ultimately that accident was a blessing. Usually, as they are, a blessing yeah. in disguise at the time, and uh, that's what paved the way for where I am. Oh, you know, I just now realized. I think we reached out because you were looking for someone to paint the mural. Yes. And we were looking for someone to paint uh, some stuff for our podcast. I think we reached out to you when we were talking to you. Okay. Kendra and I were yeah, talking he, to you. Yeah, uh, he also the, hosts the Beauty and the Beast podcast with Kendra Lust. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Julian. Kendra, I love yeah. her. Do you paint I, in I acrylic? Paint for her. I do acrylic paint, yeah. Yep. That's great. Yeah, yep. she's, well, she has a... You have an Instagram separate from your personal that's just art. Yeah, which Brittany is... Brittany Palmer Art. Yeah, Brittany Palmer Art. Yeah, put that up, Travis. Um, it's... Uh, he's like, I'm way ahead of you, bitch. Uh, you don't, I don't need <laughs> you to tell me, Jono. Um, yeah, she's she's an amazing artist. Yeah, I told you not that we need to do like a business thing right here, but, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm the CEO of Maxim NFT, and we definitely need to do an yeah. NFT project with you, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk we'll for talk. sure. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I just started doing my box art in in acrylic, so I hire different artists. Maybe you know we can Absolutely. talk to you because yeah. I, I so I hire different artists and they paint the these yeah. are uh, these are original paintings of the fighters, and then I just put them on the box. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. Dustin, do you, do you have to get great. rights? Do you have to get rights? Oh yeah, man. That, you know, like that's the biggest um, question I always get from people. Wow. It's like, why aren't you doing Connor? Why don't you do Khabib? Why don't you do Ronda? All these people. It's like, dude, I you know, it's hard. It's hard to get these guys yeah. to say yes, or for you know the managers or the lawyers to say yes. You know, you you more times than not, they will not give you the time of day. You can totally make a one of one of me if you'd like. I'm, not to I'm, I'm not there. to force you into a deal or you, but why don't we do a Maxim NFT, Brittany Palmer? Bobblehead, she paints the box. I would also, love it. Okay, I would love done. it. Done. I, I would love it. Would you ever like a bobblehead of yourself? Uh, sure. Why yeah. not? That's the that fun. convincing. I mean, well, well, maybe <laughs> they're all handmade and they're all hand painted. Yeah, they're all handmade, hand painted. So yeah. you know, for an artist, uh, you know, sure. it's awesome. They take like it's like yeah, takes great. like a year to make. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it. yeah. So you um obviously with Ring Card Girl, you also do paint. What else do you do? What other ventures have you done in? I guess business-wise. You know, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, so I've started companies. Um, I had a clothing line for a while. Right now, I'm investing a lot into different real estate. Um, out know? here in Vegas? I have a couple properties out here. I have a new venture that we're doing up in Ohio. So it really just depends. Did you have a modeling agency? I, you know, it's interesting. I, I've lived in LA the past 11 years, and I recently just moved back to Las Vegas because LA is- Aren't you glad to be back here? I'm from LA. I used to defend LA to the death. I was like, I'm to never the leaving death. this place. I'm like, bye everybody. And then like, as soon as it got weird, I was like, all right, maybe I'm going to go home. Yeah. When I have meetings, I literally, I'll drive up sometimes, come back, drive back the same day or fly up, fly back the same day. The only thing that will get me to spend the night in LA is a Dodger game. That's yeah. it. But sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Um... I don't even remember where I was. LA, I fucked uh, it up. Agency. Yeah, I fucked it up. You know, don't with, interrupt, Brittany. <laughs> I've been very blessed, you know, because of UFC and Instagram and, you know, to have the notoriety to not really need to work with too many agencies and just to be able to um, get jobs on my own. Um, but art has taken a lot of my um, a lot of my time. You know, I just recently, you mentioned baseball. I'm one of the tops artists, so I paint baseball cards. I was with Project 70 last oh, year. Uh, we painted 20 baseball cards. And um, yeah, so art has been a majority design, um, creative directing. That's amazing. I, I, I thought I thought you owned your own modeling agency. No, that's why I don't know why I felt like uh, in, in previous conversation with somebody, somebody was saying that you owned 
No. Your own modeling agency. She's yet. just such a boss. People just think she owns. She's, she's got everything. You know, car girls. dealerships and all kinds of shit that makes sense. Because like, yeah. well, I mean, I'm trying to sit there and think. I don't know if it was on one of the podcasts we were talking about because we started talking about ring car girls and the well-known ones and what they do. And someone brought up that you owned a modeling agency. Cool. I knew the yeah. real estate. I knew we knew the art. Um, yeah. But I, I not much not more know. I can do. Do you get super excited for the big fights? Are you do. excited for tomorrow? I am. Are you part I, of tomorrow too? Of course I'm going. I'm, I'm going to weigh-ins right now. Oh, you are? Oh, sure. yeah. oh yeah, that's stopped right. In. Yeah, she was sweet enough to stop yeah. in. And thank you, by the way. You're like, welcome. you know, it, it's, it's uh, when, you know, when you're not Joe Rogan, uh, <laughs> it's challenging, yeah. you know, and I really appreciate you coming in. No problem. No yeah. problem. So how do they choose who is going to work the fights? Does it change, rotate? <sighs> you're asking the wrong person. Um, you know, I think... Yeah, they rotate them. Everyone gets kind of their fair share. Ariani and I, you know, we we love to do the pay-per-views, so they allow us to always do those. Um, but you know, it's a rotation. They keep it fair for the girls. Man, that's a that's a job that I wish I could do. Like, not really wish I can do, but it, it would be the funnest thing in the world to be able to go to the events everywhere. They fly you to the place, they put you up, yeah. a pretty nice hotel, and then on top of you, you get to watch these fights. So you're a fan, obviously. Super you fan. have to be a fan, yeah. right? Have you been to Fight Island also, or no, no? I have not. No, I you know I don't have a, a desire to go over there. I never okay. really did, and because of all of these other jobs that I do, um, you know that kind of time that it takes to get there, sure, stay there, adapt to the time change it's you know for me it's better if you know red loves to go and the girl and camila and uh so it seems like such a demanding schedule is it is it hard to have a relationship and balance personal life with this or i mean fights are only on the weekends so uh no not but when all. you travel don't you have to aren't you out like from like wednesday on or no, Tuesday? We, oh, we, okay. we leave on thursday night okay. usually we come back sunday so okay, it's just it's a couple days um no i mean if if you want a you know the grass is only greener where you water it. So if you want a relationship, it'll stay regardless of your work schedule, I think. Any fight predictions for tomorrow or do you stay away from that? I stay away from those. Okay, fair I enough. stay away from those, yeah. It's going to be incredible. I mean, I just said this earlier, you know, when fighters have as much passion as these two do, it just makes for such an, like, an electric energy. So the weigh-ins today are going to be electric. Tomorrow the fight, like everyone's just going to get amped up because they feed off of that. That's why I love watching Connor so much, you yeah. know, because he really does know how to create this electricity within the crowd and within, you know, the fight in general. Uh, any thoughts on they're talking, I was seeing today, like they're maybe talking that Connor gets a title shot when he comes back. You're shaking your head. No, I don't like that idea. I do not like that idea, but, but I'm not if, saying that it won't happen, though. But what if he though. wants to fight Connor? I like, well, what do you then, do then the it'll champ? happen. Then right. it'll happen. That's but is the it, bottom do you, line. Do you but you I think it, that's wrong still? I love yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's wrong. But, you know, maybe for the... Because he's jumping the line after course, loss after maybe, loss. Yeah. yeah, maybe for the... I, I'm all for the popular moving the sport forward. And yeah. if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. But as a sportsman, as a fan of the division, as who's deserving or whatever, you know... Yeah. You can't you can't pass you can't jump the You know I'm super hardcore Connor I know fan, you are I know I, you are yeah, but I don't think it's But right. just think about like I Justin's think it's amazing. point of view. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Like this is the problem that you guys like you keep on underestimating the, the, the this is causing commotion that's causing like people to 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 argue with one another. They 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 build this up so it happens everyone gets mad and then say Charles Oliveira wins. Well, that puts that much more stock in notoriety in Charles Oliveira. So whenever Justin Gaethje does fight him, you now have an even better fight. Like, it's the most intelligent thing. Whereas if Justin Gaethje goes up and fights him and then, say, Justin beats him, like, people are like, oh, cool. 
but it could be even bigger if Connor joins in. Right. Sure. Connor's not Connor's not supposed to win anymore. He's not. So let's you give know, him a win, or let's get, let's let's tee, let's tee him up but, to, for a better opportunity. But who, who are you going to do? You can't. This is the problem. Connor Nate. Nate. Connor Nate. But there's no. no uh, Connor Nate. It's tough. Are we in an area where you don't want to comment? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> Sorry. Is, yes, I mean, give him an opportunity. <laughs> okay. But I, do, but I do. But I will say this. Yeah. Connor has is one of a friend of mine. Yeah. I painted a piece for Connor. Really. I'm working on a big project with Connor. I'm a big Connor fan, so I want him yeah. back. However, they want to bring him. That is, the UFC is one of the most incredible organizations. The way that they have been able to do this and turn yeah. this into what it is so the matchmakers everyone there they exactly they they know the what king. they're doing so whatever it is going to be is going to be exactly as it should you yeah. know like whatever they decide and whoever he's going to fight and it has to be for both fighters they both have to agree to fight and you know that's another thing you can't just absolutely be like Think oh here this. put him and him then they have to agree what you was the to... piece you did for him um i actually created t-shirts as well he, he has oh, wow. a hanging in his gym we did a ufc uh, shirt. Let me see. It should be on the website. But Bernie Palmer, um, Conor McGregor. I commissioned uh, an artist to. Uh, Dana has been really good to me, just giving me tickets oh, for eight years. Funny. And uh, well, I'm not going to tell that whole story. Oh, yeah, funny. I was just going to give the highlight. Uh, uh, so I commissioned someone to paint. Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. We'll I had somebody <laughs> paint Conor vs. Floyd. And it, it, I'm assuming it's still hanging oh, yeah. up. Uh, it hangs up outside of Dana's office. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. That's sick. Can yeah. see? He actually has it hanging up in oh, his gym. Um, so beautiful. when he How trains, big is that? a 48 by 48. Wow, yeah. nice. And yeah, so that's when incredible. He, when he trains um, and he posts videos in the gym, you can see it behind it. It's it's awesome. How long does it take you to do something like that? About a week. Yeah. Yeah. And day. is it, how do you know when you're done? Like, is that the hardest part? That's the hardest part. I would My imagine. My teacher said that, yeah. The hardest part of, you know, a painting is knowing when to walk away. Because she always wanted a little more. Well, <laughs> yeah, I even have, more. you know, in my... my place here um i put one of my paintings in my bedroom which usually I, I don't have too much of my work in my bedroom because when you're like laying in bed but this one specifically just looks perfect here and i stare at it and i'm just like oh gosh i just want to get a brush and just like you know keep going over it but i have to let, let the it go perfectionist like comes yeah. out i dude i'm not a drawer at all but even trying to draw a circle i get very irritated if it looks a little lopsided i couldn't <laughs> yeah. imagine creating a a, a painting where you have to sit there and put it in someone's office, put it somewhere, and you don't know if you messed up. Yeah. Like that person, whoever painted that, they had the best like. Thoughts. You know who painted that? He's Be a fighter. Um, he's not in the UFC yet, but uh, Emanuele Adzo, Manny Adzo, a uh, friend of mine. He's been on the show before. He lives in Orange County. Okay. He, he painted that. Yeah. But I like that. That that painting is awesome because at yeah. the same time, I don't know if he messed up or not. Right, you know? and he, you right. don't know if he messed up because it's not supposed to be right. perfect. We're like that amazing pe portrait you had of Connor. Yeah, that, that's intense. Like you, you can't just go outside the lines on that when you have so, to follow. Yeah, a pattern. Brittany, not to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh, you know, as I think I told you, we are trying to raise some money for Project for Humanity, uh, and they they fight uh, you know sex trafficking and domestic violence, etc. Um, down the road. Maybe is it on the table? You paint something that we could auction off for the charity? Is that absolutely. on the table? I um I work with many charities. I would absolutely be involved um and be interested in that. Yeah. I work with UNICEF, Amfar. I'm getting ready right now to do Janie's Fund, which is Steven Tyler's foundation. Um, Janie's got a fund sure. for women yeah. against uh, oh, women against yes yeah, women against domestic violence. I've donated a painting, and we are um, we have an auction. April, 
Wait, where are we at? March, April third at the it's a Grammy viewing yeah, party in Los Angeles. So okay. yeah, so I oh he does yeah he does a huge party every year. I'm Grammy. I'm night. one of his. This is the second time working with this uh, wow. foundation. So good yeah. for you. So what, yes, I'm of course interested. What does it cost to get a, a painting, portrait, or a design by you? Um, I mean, it could go from five thousand to twenty thousand. It really it depends. It depends on what it is. It depends on how big it is. I mean, it's all just kind sure. of up in the air about it. That's incredible. Yeah. Are you classically trained? Yes. Um, I went to art school, so that helped me. But, I mean, a lot of it, believe it or not, believe it or not uh, YouTube. You yeah. Know? No, I believe YouTube. it. Come on. Really? Yeah. For <laughs> sure. I believe it. Yeah, that's how that's I learned how when I was in my accident. Um, I would just sit on YouTube and learn how to do it, and then I just became obsessed and moved to L.A. to go to art school. That's why where I went you, there. You can learn anything on YouTube. I grew up in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. art school, where did you go? I went to Brentwood Art Center in UCLA. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have no clue where that's at. I grew up in Brentwood. Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, no, I know UCLA, but <laughs> yeah. it said Brentwood. I was like, yeah, I there's like a, there was like this art center that was there that I um, did a couple. Like, very cool. That's a very, that's a very expensive school. Our schools are expensive, right? Um, I mean, I, I figured out a He's way. He's asking all the money questions. He wants to know a lot about the money. I, I mean, well, I no. guess it's all relative to how, to what. I, I had a whole bunch of, I had a whole bunch of friends like in Kansas City, there's the Art Institute out there and a lot of my friends that did portraits design like sculptures all that stuff they went to the school and it was one of the most expensive schools in kansas city yeah and that's like holy shit like and a UCLA lot of ucla is a very expensive college i yes. know ucla is um all colleges are to be honest yeah but like i don't know man it's so it's crazy because when you go to school there you don't realize like how much money you're putting in yeah and how much you're doing that and to, to, for it to pay off like a lot of my friends have gone so they graduated at the kansas city art institute they have all these degrees and they don't even do anything with well, them. Well, that's it's so scary. So I started this when I was in Las Vegas, right out of high school, because I didn't go to college and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't come from a background where I had, at that time, an available resources, I guess, to help me get into college. You know, those kind, you know, parents that could help at that time. I lost my father very young and my mother was working really hard. So I figured out a way to get classes and like study what I wanted to study and use that. So I wanted to be a dancer. So what did I do? I went to the community college here in Las Vegas for dance. All you got to do is pay for the dance classes, which is a fraction of getting going to a dance school. So then I learned how to dance and became a professional dancer. With art school, it was, it was the exact same thing. You find a really good extension program with UCLA. So I took only art classes at UCLA. So I have credits in art. Do I have a degree in art? No. But do you need a degree in art? No. Connor didn't commission me to paint a painting because I had a degree in art. He liked the way I painted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And absolutely. then same thing with Brentwood Art Center. You go in, you pay your tuition, that you that you show them your work, they accept you into the school, and then you do with it what you may. So you don't have to necessarily have a degree to have a career in the arts or even anything these days. That's incredible right there. Yeah. Like that right there just shows like you can you don't have to pay all this money and do no. all this stuff because a lot of my friends they could have, it could have saved them a lot. They could use that money to put forward, but I yeah. never even thought of that in my head. Yeah, they have extension programs, they have never community colleges, like all of those you can just pay as you go. Like if you wanted to just build some kind of a, you know, knowledge in something, you can just go do it. Do you see yourself becoming a full-time artist after the- I am a full-time artist. UFC is only a fraction of what I do. UFC part-time. I'm a part-time yeah. UFC octagon girl. Yeah. Yeah. But That's listen, awesome. I want to be super respectful of your time because I know you got to go to weigh-ins yep. 
and I really appreciate you coming by. I mean, I've never even met you. You know, uh, we, we have a friend in common. Well, actually, we all have a friend in Well, I don't know. You know Dr. Kim in Hollywood Smile? No. Not yet, but you should. I you should, will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean it like that. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, but thank you so much for thank coming you. in and supporting us today. Thank you. I really yeah. appreciate yeah. it. Of course, thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank and we've you. done a lot. I mean, we got a bobblehead deal. We're, we're doing paintings for charity. I mean, yeah, look yeah. at that. Very productive. What time are weigh-ins? That's where I'm headed to. Uh, oh, they start at four. I have to be there at three. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah. to be there at. Be well, go, if you want, uh, oh wait, you have? Do you still have a? Uh, I have time. No, no, Puna I got coming time. on at three yeah. thirty. Puna's coming on okay. at three thirty. Bye, you guys. Um, thank bye. You so bye. Thank bye. you, Brittany. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's Travis, also behind the decks. I don't know if you have met Travis officially, but do you want, he's uh, lonely. Thank you. Want Puna to come in early? What's that? You want Could he? Yeah. Could he come right now? All right. Can we just review? Yeah. Go. Brittany Palmer. Yeah. Cupcakes. Yeah. Beautiful uh, yeah. pool girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, fighter. Yeah. Professional fighter. Yep. Bobbleheads. Yep. What a day. Birthday Crushing hats. it. Birthday what a hats. day. Half yep. birthday hats. Yep. That's John, how we do it here. That's how we do the first 10 hours of this show. Birthday hats. He's wearing okay. a sashay over yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I took insane. the sashay. I forgot I was wearing the sashay. And I yeah. was wearing a sashay. <laughs> I, I realized that. John, John Orlando. Brittany Palmer's talking, and then John Orlando's talking, talking about how he hates LA. Oh, right? Man. Interrupting Brittany Palmer. Brittany Palmer. Don't interrupt Brittany Palmer. I'm sorry. Man, that's incredible. I thought it's pretty cool because I didn't know that she just. Paid for classes to help build yeah. her up. Because most people go to school and they don't, you know. Yeah. I, I went to school and I had well, to go do all the oh, dumb, wasteless like classes that didn't mean anything. Right. When I could have just easily did what she did. And yeah. I thought that's that's incredible. What a go getter. Right. Yeah. That, what a go getter. Entrepreneur. You can hear that all day on the way. She I had a ton of questions. I, yeah, I know, I know. We'll get her. We'll ton. get her back. Yeah, see, well, you have to move here. Why aren't you living here? Uh, I don't. I'm part time here. I'm here once a month. You're a part timer. I yeah, mean, once a month. living. Here. I know. Where I do you know. live at? San Diego. Oh, San Diego. That's why. That's why. That's, That's why. why. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. No one can right. argue on that. I one. guess. Uh, you got to come visit John. I know we're gonna wrap it up, John. Yeah. I, um, you got to come visit. We gotta go to horse races, man. I'm in, dude. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm man, I love the horse. Do, I love all camping. To opening day right now. Uh, I'll that? get the tickets. Opening day, Del Mar. Uh, maybe. Opening day is a, a bit of a shit show. A little bit, a bit of a shit show. It's just so many people. Where the turf meets the surf. Yeah. Del Mar. Opening day has been postponed a couple times, right? For this year, no. It usually starts June, right? Or right. July? When is opening uh, day? Opening day is uh, July. Like 14, oh, July. July. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, July. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. And then they do a they do a winter meet in November. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. It's yeah. Short. Short but little the, meet. The, the greatest thing about the Del Mar is the fair. When the fair is there, it's so much fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. I'm just a horse race guy. Yeah, it's great. You been in the horse races before? Ever? Oh my God! Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah. We all gotta go. Hold up! Hold yeah. up! Hold up! Do I look like someone that watches horses run? Well, you like to gamble, though. I do. Yeah, like and that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, it's the to me. Other than MMA, it's the most exciting sport. Someone tried to explain it to me one time. It's incredible. Like, what, horse racing? Yeah. Yeah. Explain to me what. There's horses. There's eight of them. They try to get to the finish line first. No. It's <laughs> hey, Adam, speak in the microphone. About yeah, how on they, the mic, It's Adam. about how they bet, like oh. how to win the bets. Uh, a lot of different ways to bet. A lot of different ways to bet. You bet on who wins. You bet on who comes first, second, first, second, third. I remember, I remember we, you were like, hey, let's bet on this. And I'm like, all right. So I sent money. We put all these tickets in. And, and like 
our bet won, and then they're like, oh, this person had a false. Oh, we start. got disqualified. And You're we got right. Disqualified. And I was like, what the? What is? I that? had it. I picked it. I felt so oh. happy because, like, you know, if you yeah. talk a friend into betting on horses, yeah. like you want it. Well, there was it. a steward's inquiry or something. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Oh, I don't know what the right? fuck that took means. It down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get our best bet of the night. Okay. Uh, for, for UFC, yeah. best bet uh, of the night. Tomorrow. Go. Go. Uh, underdog play. Tim Elliott. Over Tim Elliott or Tim Elliott uh, and his guy over on the over all day. The best underdog play might be Masvidal. Just, I mean, in terms of value. Barbosa. Oh, I don't see him winning that. I don't see him winning that. 140? I mean, it's Edson freaking Barbosa. Against? Uh, Doug Nasty? Yeah. It ain't going to happen, bro. Why? Barbosa only beats the journeyman. He doesn't beat the contenders. Oh yeah, no. You want, do you want my action? Do you want to take my? I do you want me to? Do you want my action? Yes or no? I, I cannot pick this fight. Do you allowed. want my action? Yes I, or no? I cannot pick. You got connections okay. here. I didn't. Oh okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in. Right, we're, I got. I, who's enough. your Who's your connection? Okay, we got Matt Kelly in the Not house too. That. I just got. I got. People involved in. Both yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No worries. No worries. Okay, but I hey, listen. I love me some Thug Nasty man. I yeah. love that guy, Come dude. On. Love that Barbosa. guy. Dude, did you hear his rap and today? Barbosa, no one realizes, is wrecked. What do you mean? Giga. Did oh. you, it's over. Did That's you, the start of the downfall. Did you right hear there. his did you hear his rap? No. Oh my gosh, you gotta get on the UFC deal. So Thug Nasty, I do, I gotta play this. Okay. He is the greatest, like he's the GOAT, man. He's hilarious. Let me play this. He does have some good raps. Let me play, play this. To me, I'm gonna give them all hell. Most of y'all don't realize that I started out real small scale. I've been fighting hard since Verizon was the all tell. Now it's called the Simmons. It done switched up like my women's. Of course, I think I'm the best rapper. I, and, and I don't like being called the best UFC rapper. That's like saying I'm the fastest guy out of all my fat friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the, he's yeah, the best, good. man. I love. I love him. His personality is amazing. That's a person that can fight for the belt yeah. faster than anyone else because his background, his just who he is. You want to see him fight. Yeah. And people will pick him in fights because they like him more than they want to see him lose. You know, yeah. they want to see is him win. Is Colmeyer out there? Yes. Oh, he is. Is the lawyer out there? The lawyer is yet to get here, but okay. is, uh, Poker Gypsy's here. Is. Uh, is your guy? Can he come on earlier? No. Uh, I just I just texted him to see if he can come through. All right, let's bring Poker Gypsy and Cole Meyer on, All and right. we'll use Julian as the lawyer for right now. All right, John, it was went, a pleasure. I went to law Fantastic, school on. Uh, it was awesome seeing you. I can, I can hang out with you two more hours. I love it, John. Yes. Finish it. Finish it strong this time. Oh, we're finishing. Finish Don't it worry. strong this we time. We're finishing. I'll see you at the fights tomorrow night. Yes. Okay. What are you doing before? Hanging out if you want. Have some drinks. Do you care about missing any undercard or no? Yeah, I'm going to get there mid, mid, mid prelim. We're going to dinner at 5. Oh, we probably can't get there. We'll, we'll talk offline. Okay. We'll talk offline. Right. Sounds good. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming in. I got tons of stories. Okay. I got tons of, I wanted to tell my cowboy story. I just want to spend all, Do you want to come back later? All day at BMF Ranch. Want to come back after? Uh, no, because I'm going to be too drunk. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to be too drunk. <laughs> Dude, I spent all day at BMF Ranch, man. That's a fan's dream. Wow. That's a fan's dream. Pull it up in a BMF ranch. Let me just tell you this real quick. We'll pull yeah. up the BMF ranch. Guess what Cowboy was doing when the gates open? Shooting guns. Oh, my God. Shooting guns, shoot John. Him? What? Did you shoot two? Did you shoot one? Uh, he didn't offer, and that's I didn't want to oh. I, I didn't want to ask, but he, he was shooting several guns, dude. Really? And then guess what else he was doing after? After we were just kind of hanging out. Making bullets. 
making making bullets. his own bullets. He's such a sad dude. I was doing something. He's like, I'll be boy. in that. I'll be in that. I'm just gonna tell this one quick story. He goes, I'll be in that shed over there. If, if you need me. So I was kind of done what I'm doing. So I walked in. It was just like an arsenal in there. Just like a like a prepper's dream. Right? Uh, all, prepper's these, all, dream. These, all these. And then uh, cowboys in, in, in this little side room. And there's this like breaking bad type of equipment with little scale. Yeah. All this little stuff. And he's he's pulling the little grains, weighing the grains and putting them in the thing. And I go, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I'm making my bullets. I go, why? The bullets aren't that expensive, right? He's like, no, man, you need to know exactly how much the, the bullet weighs, the exactly yeah, how many yeah, grains yeah, you got. Yeah. Because when you're riding a horse or when you're, you want to know that that bullet is consistent. Right. And you want to make sure each bullet fires the same. He's all into it like that. I'm like, really? Okay, okay. And he goes, and besides, it's fucking cool to make your own bullets. <laughs> fucking right, cowboy. It is fucking cool That's to make awesome. your own bullets. He's hanging up right behind. He's right behind you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then guess what? He gave me some jerky. Love it. <laughs> Look at this cowboy. Love it. It's awesome. That's it's incredible. Awesome. This guy's awesome too. This fucking Dustin. Yeah. Dustin, what a he's hell hard of a not guy. To like. Hell of a guy. Just spent time with him last week. Yeah. I'll come back. We'll talk. I love it. All right, man. Julian, it's a pleasure. Pleasure as well. We'll see you soon. Right, Julian. Hopefully talking about a bobblehead. You know, I'm just saying. Throwing it out there. Julian, you're going to be the lawyer. Well, I don't know what that means. 